A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. Here are your hosts, Dan Hansen and Betsy Thompson. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Betsy. Good morning, Dan. Everything doing just fine over there in Kalamazoo? You know, the week started out really nice, and then the rain came. Oh, man, And yeah. that just, you know, when you're stuck inside, it brings the mood down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so are you a little grumpy today? Um, not so much grumpy. I just, you know, like going outside is really the only time I get outdoors since, you know, I don't go to work and don't go shopping and things like that. So Mm -hmm. the rain has not been my friend this week, I will Uh, say. (laughs) Well, I'll try to be extra special nice so that I don't get yelled at. Oh, that's so nice. (laughs) Yeah. My week's been fun. I got a lawnmower, a riding lawnmower this week. Yeah. Fancy. That is big news for me. It's used and it's from the 70s. It's actually really super old. It's hilarious to look at. It runs. It's got the Mm -hmm. hood strapped down with bungee cords because if you stop too fast and that's all it does is stop fast and go fast. And if you stop (laughs) fast, it just flies off. So you got to have that strapped down. I learned that the hard way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I've got this rider. I'm a little... I'm. Well, I'm quite happy about that. I want to see how it works. But that did make me think that I wanted to, in the show today, right off the bat, hit some of the things that we should be doing to our lawnmowers, especially Mm -hmm. me to mine, to make sure that it's ready to go and will last as long as possible. And we're going to do that right away. But before we get to that, what other things are we going to hit in the show today? Um, We're going to be talking about decks. We're actually going to air an interview that we did a couple months ago before all this quarantine stuff happened and we all had to stay home and we were able to be in our studio. So we sat down with Jason Slank. He's from Overisel Lumber. And we asked them about the different types of decking materials that are available, the pros and cons of different ones. So we're going to air that interview. Um, We're also going to go over at the end of the show, uh, if you have an old Trex deck that's maybe a little bit Mm -hmm. faded and, you know, needs a little facelift, there is actually something you can do, something you can put on it that will bring it back to life. So we'll have that at the end of the show. Right. We're also going to be talking about some trends that Betsy has been exploring, and she's going to tell us what we're going to see in the spring and summer. And if you are holding old things in your hands and you're you're bringing them right now to get rid of them, mm-hmm. just wait a minute. <laughs> Those things might be really popular. Right, Betsy? Yeah. If you're cleaning your basement right now, um, don't put that stuff in the trash pile just yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to be amazed what's coming back. Yeah. That's coming up next. But right now, let's get back to the lawnmower thing, because that is a personal thing that I want to take care of right now. I like to do, you know, things that matter to me, take care of that business right away. And so let's talk about lawnmowers and what we should be doing to make sure that they're ready to go for this upcoming season. And by all means, right now, it's always important to maintain what we have. Mm -hmm. That's always important. It will save us money down the road. But right now, with an economy that we're not sure exactly how things are going to you know, shake out when this is all over, it's even more important to make sure that we're not wasting money on repairs when we could do some maintenance and just keep everything running. So let's start with a tune-up. And it's really super simple. You you pull the spark plug and get a new one. Yeah. Easy. Mm -hmm. Done. 
clean the foam air filters. If you've got foam air filters, clean them, put them back in. If you've got the paper ones, replace them. Super easy. Those couple of little things, not expensive. One simple way to get the thing tuned up and ready to go. Changing the oil, another huge thing to to accomplish right away in the beginning of the season. Yeah, it's super simple to do. And if you just check your owner's manual, it'll walk you through exactly where that plug is to drain the oil out. And it'll tell you what type of oil to put back in because different machines do take different oil. Um, if you're unsure and you maybe you don't have the owner's manual, YouTube is a great source. You can even look up the owner's manual online generally. Most mm-hmm. owner's manuals end up Most online. Yeah. Um, and if you happen to be one of those people, a little side note, if you happen to be one of those people who has a lot of old oil that you don't know what to do with, that you've drained from multiple lawnmowers over many, many years, <laughs> and it's just sitting there. If you go to the auto parts stores, many of them will actually take that oil back and dispose of it for you. So give them a call. Make sure that they do it and they're doing it right now before you just go and do it. But it's a great way to get rid of it and a responsible way to get rid of it. Yeah, we were looking around online and one of the places actually recycled, I thought they said nine and a half million gallons, mm-hmm. you know, nationwide last year. So right. great way to get rid of some of that old oil if you don't know what to do. Right. Another thing that's an absolute must at the, the beginning of the year and probably partway through the year is to sharpen the blade. Yeah. Dull blades damage the lawn. They make it harder for the mower to work. So you want to sharpen it and get it running as well as you possibly can. In order to do that, disconnect the spark plug. Always start with that. Right. And then if you've got to tip the mower on the side to get at it, make sure you look for where the air filter and the carburetor is. The carburetor should be easy to find because throttle wires will go to it. Keep that side up when you tilt it. Mm -hmm. So tilt it up. Get the blade off. Before you actually pull that blade off, though, mark the bottom of it with a Sharpie or with spray paint or something because that's a big mistake. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't put it on the right way. They put it on upside down. Right. And it's hard to tell once it's off. So mark it, sharpen it, make sure that you balance it. Just pound a nail into a stud. You hang the blade on that. If one side dips lower than the other, it's heavier than the other side and you've got to take more off. You got to get it balanced. So keep working it until it hangs evenly. Put it back on. You're good to go. Right. Just make sure that you tighten it well. That's another common mistake that happens Mm -hmm. is people don't tighten it down well enough and you can have a number of issues that happen from that. So tighten it down well and you're good to go. Yep. Clean it. Make sure you get all of the grass scraped off from underneath the mower deck. Mm -hmm. And if you've got an older mower and you happen to notice parts of it are rusting, starting to rust, the paint is scraped off, that's something we can help you with. And it wouldn't be a bad idea to get those things primed with Repcolite's 449 Metal Primer. And then you could top coat with Metal Clad. Right. And that will be rust inhibitive down the road and maybe slow some of that stuff down. There are a number of other things that you probably should be doing, and we're going to put that information in the show notes so you can check it out later. Mm -hmm. But right now, we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about a number of really interesting trends that are coming up just around the bend. Literally, what's old is new again. That's next. (laughs) Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. All right, Betsy. I just took mm-hmm. care of my personal stuff, figured out <laughs> everything I need to do to make my lawnmower run exactly the way I want it. 
Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> what a surprise. Uh, We're solving yeah, my problems <laughs> on the show. Now let's get to, this isn't really an issue that you have to resolve in your own home, but this is something that you dug into and is incredibly interesting to you. And I'm going to yeah. let you just go with it. Just take it away, Betsy. Yeah, as people may or may not know, High Point, North Carolina is like the furniture capital. And every Mm -hmm. year they have what they call the market. And it's where all of the designers and furniture makers and all of the people who are in the interior design industry come out and they literally take over the town and set up all of the newest, latest, and greatest things that they have to show people. You should clarify, literally take, I know you said literally take over the town, but you can't possibly mean that in any more of a specific sense than you really do, because (laughs) we were down there in October, right? (laughs) Right. That's when we went down there and they were showing us literally the, the, one of the main streets, all of the buildings, right? Yeah. They become the market. So it's not an indoor huge venue like I'm sure people are imagining. It is literally the entire town. These buildings have nothing in them until it comes time for market. And then people set up the most elaborate displays. I mean, there are buildings that are exclusively for this time of year, for the market to showcase all of the newest trends and things like that. It is the craziest thing I have ever yeah, seen, it is honestly. Cool. But so, it's not happening this year. <laughs> yeah, they're pushing it out to October and they're hoping that, you know, this pandemic doesn't have a resurgence and then we completely miss the market altogether. So um, people still came up with new things, you know, new trending things, new designs and stuff like that. So do most of these new designs feature that coronavirus graphic that we see everywhere? <laughs> you know, um, the image of the soccer ball with the points on it. You know what? You know? The coronavirus is not. nowhere to be found in any of these things. And some well, of that's these, good news. Well, some of these things are things that we've been seeing kind of trending. Um, brass, again, for spring and summer is going going to be very popular and we've kind of seen it with the mid-century modern look brass has been coming back as kind of the metal to have in your decor and so that's Mm -hmm. going to continue throughout spring and summer you're going to see a lot of brass in there so trombones tubas (laughs) um things like that right right so all of those band people this is your year. You could make that into decor. Well, you honestly could. That could actually be really, really cool. I've seen it done before, so I'm not going to say no. I mean, you might be onto something there. Um, wicker, uh, shockingly enough. I mean, you know, wicker, we think of, okay, it's on, you know, grandma's or mom's porch, and that's about it. But wicker is coming back with a resurgence. I mean, I have seen three different articles that talks about wicker and a lot of it, there is some painted wicker that's going to be popular. Mm -hmm. Um, Depending on your setting, it will come in colors like greens and yellows, pinks, blues, things like that. All right. But a lot of natural wicker, that natural brown tan kind of look, that is going to be really popular. And you're going to see it from anything, you know, light fixtures. Oh, no. And no, hold on. Yes. Chairs, oh, no. beds. Wicker candlestick holders. 
wicker toilet <laughs> paper to dog bed a wicker dog i saw beds. a wicker dog bed Yes, but you remember those peacock chairs from the 60s and 70s, those really big fanned at the back Yes, chairs? I do. Those are back. Oh. <laughs> so if you happen to never get rid of your wicker peacock chair, you are right on trend once again. So just wait, it all comes back. <laughs> all the pack rats out there, this is your year. Uh, yeah, it it really is. I mean, if you have something sitting in your basement, you're good to go. Mm -hmm. um, natural materials, that kind of goes along with the whole wicker thing. Grass cloths on walls and things like that. Wood, stone, cork, where you can find it. I know that there are some cork wallpapers out there and things like that. All of those natural materials are going to be really popular this spring and summer, which we've kind of been seeing that happening slowly. So that's not really right. a huge surprise. Um, it's not a wicker level surprise. No, it's not. For me, the, the yeah. wicker. <laughs> like bed frames and everything? Yeah, wicker bed frames, sideboards, um, frames for mirrors. I mean, it runs the gamut, the things that I have seen that are wicker. Oh. Yeah. Well, and if you have old wicker, you can actually paint it. You know, if it's been sitting outside for a while, it's long as it's not falling apart or rotting or anything like that. If it's just faded or the paint's peeling off of it, if you had the painted wicker, you can paint it again. Just stop into our stores and, you know, bring some pictures or call us, chat with us. Hold on. Yeah, there there is right now no stopping right. into our stores. Right. We got to clarify yes. that. Betsy fell into the, the normal way of yeah. doing business, but that's... Not happening right now. We right. hope to open the stores up yes. in the not-too-distant future. But right now, if you do have those questions, by all means, call the stores. Or maybe even better yet, to keep the phone lines open, uh, you could just chat with us on the website. Yeah. And we can walk you through the projects and the, the, pro the proper primers mm -hmm. and paints that you'd want to use if you do want to paint your wicker everything. Right. Just be sure you take pictures so that we can see exactly what you're talking about since you can't bring oh, it yeah. to us right now. So um, another really cool thing that I found very intriguing is abstract art is becoming very popular for the season. And York Wallpaper actually came out with a peel and stick not too long ago mm -hmm. that is, it's called Pablo Portraits, and it's like Picasso artwork on wallpaper. It's oh, like really? his line drawings. Yeah, and we've heard you talk about Picasso before and how you didn't understand him. So instantly I thought of you and thought, well, I think you need this peel and stick wallpaper somewhere. <laughs> right, right. Well, like, I've, I, yeah, I love to talk about that because... I didn't, under, I don't, you know, a lot of us don't understand abstract art. And if we don't dig into right. it, it looks like it's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But when you dig into yeah. what's going on, that's when it gets really interesting. We won't go into that. But that right. that paper thing is very interesting to me. And it's the peel and stick paper. Yeah. Yep, I have not seen these stick. yet. Okay. And just the line drawings and it's, you mm -hmm. know, just whole patterns over the paper. Yeah. It's just like his self-portrait, the line drawing of his self-portrait that is all over the paper. It's He's clothed, correct? This isn't one of those self-portraits. No, it's just his face. Okay. Because I don't need anything to do with that. <laughs> no, it's not that. <laughs> um, 
along the lines of wallpaper, we're all gonna also gonna see a lot of florals and yellows, but you're also gonna see that in fabric. So chairs and bedding and anything else that has fabric clothing even, um, you're gonna see florals becoming very popular, bright colors, and that yellow, you know, like a bright summer yellow is gonna be very popular this spring and summer. So kind of something to cheer us up. Okay, the, the bright yellow. Describe that a little bit because I'm sure people are wondering, what are we talking about? How bright? It's yellow. I mean, it is definitely like sunshiny yellow, but it's not an overall, you know, like in wallpaper. It's not going to be overall. It's going to be the flowers on the wallpaper are yellow. There are some Tebow papers. We can put some links on the in the show notes for it. Um, so it's not like, holy cow, I just have walls and walls of yellow it's parts yellow you know the things that catch your eye just brings a little warmth and happiness into a room that's what the aim of it is bring it all down and balance it with loads of wicker and you're good to go (laughs) right exactly yeah (laughs) and the last thing that's becoming popular it kind of goes along with the peacock chair and the curves curves in anything are going to be popular so tables that have curvy lines instead of just being straight rectangular or square tables they're going to have curved legs curved tops you're going to see chairs that are curved like those swivel chairs that used to be very popular guess what if you held on to your swivel chairs they're popular again (laughs) wow and i i think that's good news for most of us because with this quarantine a lot of us have curves now well Yes, right? yes, we do. I just I read <laughs> yeah. something about that. There was some article, is my snacking during quarantine normal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like snacks on a regular basis, but on the days that I've been home, yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't eaten in 10 minutes. Maybe I should do that again. Yeah, maybe. So I'm something to look glad into. to hear. I'm glad to hear that curves are coming back mm-hmm. because that means I'm going to be on trend this summer. We're all going to be on trend. <laughs> exactly. Now, that's all the time we got for this. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be airing an old interview. It's nothing that's aired before. It's brand new to all of the listeners out there, Mm -hmm. but it is an older interview where we actually got to sit in the studio with a guest, which was (laughs) novel. It works a whole lot better when we're all in the same room. (laughs) Right. But anyway, we'll be talking with Jason Slank from Overisel Lumber about all the different types of wood that you could use if you're building or repairing a deck this season. That's coming up next. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back. And just for the sake of clarity, I want to let you know that this next segment was recorded several weeks ago. So if we say anything in here that's no longer currently happening with the way things are, that's what's going on. Well, Betsy, it's deck season. And we always approach it from the angle of getting your deck 
ready to go, you know, stripping yeah. off whatever's on mm. there, sanding it, whatever you're going to do to get it ready for a new coating, coating it. making yep. sure it looks good. Right. But not everybody is at that point. Some people are sitting right now looking longingly out the window at an empty space where they wish they had a deck. Right. Or maybe they're looking at their deck thinking there is no saving that deck. I can't I'm even gonna walk have, on that one. Right. I'm going to have to rip it off and start it all over again, which is very sad. Yeah. But, you know, you get something nice and new out of the deal. That's right. And that's what a lot of people are looking for. But right. sometimes there's confusion. I know there's a ton of different exotic woods. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just there's confusion in general. So what we thought right. we'd do is go to the experts. Well, of So course. we're in the studio with Jason Slank, one of the owners of Over Isol Lumber. Jason, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for answering our call. We sent out an email, and yeah. there was no response for a while. And I thought, okay, maybe I'll go somewhere else. And then he gets back, and he says, I'm sorry for the delayed response. I want to do it. It's not normally what we do. <laughs> it's out of my comfort zone. Yeah, are so. you a little nervous? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah sure. You don't have to be. You know what? That happens to everybody who That's comes right. in here. They're always a little bit nervous at first. And Betsy's intimidating. Oh, please. <laughs> She's pretty scary, yeah. yeah see? Uh-huh. See? <laughs> anyway, Jason, yeah. one of the owners of Over Iso Lumber, how many locations do you guys have? We've got three locations, one right. in Highland, one in Douglas, and one in South Haven. I'm All right. Sure. And, and just to give us an overall idea, what do you what do you guys have there? I mean, it's not just lumber. Sure. So obviously a we're a lumberyard. We sell everything that it would take to build your house, essentially. But we do windows, doors, decking, siding, roofing, you name it. We've got a hardware store, do a lot of power tools. Milwaukee, I Milwaukee, think, is one of the main brands. Of, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We did a fair amount of shopping for, I think it was our golf outing. Yeah, right? I think we, we talked away. about that one case, that Milwaukee case, where you get all the components and you... Click it together and yeah. snap the all the pieces. Yeah. Yes. Extremely popular. Yeah, we love those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about deck woods. Yeah. You know, and let's just let you run with it. What can people expect to find when they start this process? What should they be looking for? Sure. All of that. So there's a lot of options. Uh, whether you're building a new deck or resurfacing your existing deck, um, start kind of at the price point product would be your treated pine. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be your entry level price. Um, also probably your most maintenance and, um, work. Right. Um, up from there you have cedar options. Cedar's just a naturally preserved wood. So that, mm-hmm. that's not treated at all. Correct. Right. Yep. Yep. The saps in a cedar tree basically make it easy to maintain. Mm-hmm. It, and it smells yeah. lovely. <laughs> that is my favorite thing about cedar decks. Oh man, do they smell good. <laughs> so that's a little more expensive. So cedar's a little bit more. Um, and then up from there, there's exotic hardwoods, e-pay. You see a lot of, those are very dense. And you can get They're, those and sell yes. those? Yep, yep. All right. Talk about yeah. that. Because that is a very interesting... And in fact, we were just at the home show in Grand mm-hmm. Rapids a few weeks back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had a gentleman come up who had a huge deck, mm-hmm. all with ePay, mm-hmm. and showing me pictures. You know, talk about that a little bit. Some of the upsides and the downsides to yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's an awesome product. I mean, upsides are you're going to get a really, really long life out of that deck. Um, you can either choose to maintain it and keep it a beautiful reddish color that it comes, mm-hmm. or if you want to, to kind of naturally gray out to that silver color that a lot of people do like, you you don't really have to touch it. I mean, the more you seal it, the better that color is going to stay and mm-hmm. the better life you're going to get out of the deck. But um I yeah, know that it's the kind of product that it will gray quickly. Yes. It won't, I mean, because yep. the maintenance is 
very very regular you it's, have to do the regular it's maintenance intense. On i it. mean you don't have to do really the power washing just because the wood is so dense itself you can power wash it and it barely touches it but you do have to regularly seal it put like a timber oil or something like right. that on it and that really seals it well and maintains yeah. a color yeah we always recommend it's a uh, australian timber oil yeah, from Cass. Yeah, makes yeah. that yep yeah, That's that works product. works quite well for that. Now, on an ePay deck, you say to seal it. Do you seal it with something that has color in it, or do you seal it with a clear? Because we always tell people something that is clear doesn't necessarily have the UV protectors, so stuff can still gray. Sure. Is that the same with ePay, or just sealing it alone yeah, stops e- it from ePay and exotic hardwoods will... You'll have to seal it annually to maintain any color whatsoever. But a lot okay. of times that natural sealant actually pulls the original color back okay. out of the deck board. Um, but they do make that in mm. a tinted or in a natural finish. So okay. it's always amazing on a horizontal surface how much it grays. And you don't think it looks that bad. And then mm-hmm. in the spring you go by and do a coat and it just pops out. And it looks mm-hmm. really great again. All right. Hmm. So ePay, I am assuming that the price has now jumped up considerably <laughs> from cedar, right? Yes, absolutely. It's going to be more than double the price of cedar. So what? So you got the beauty of it, mm-hmm. durability. Yep. Is great, that you're great, gaining that as well? Tremendous durability. How long are you going to get lifetime out of this? It depends. I mean, in Michigan, with the the cycles that we have, <laughs> you're answering that question the same way we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So that totally depends on the deck and obviously how well it's maintained too. Yeah. Uh, but you can easily get thirty to forty years out of a, a good hardwood deck like that. All right. Any other hardwoods that you recommend or that that you see? Ipe really is the dominant player in that market right now. There's been some Brazilian redwoods, and tiger wood is one that's out there that has more of an exotic black graining through it mm-hmm. that can look really sharp, um, but it's a it's a statement product. Okay. So you, gotta, so you, you pay a statement price. Bold. Well, you got to want something bold for a look if all you go right. with a tiger wood. All right. Oh, I'm kind of yeah. intrigued. So all of that you can get a hold of. Yes. And get that out there. Yep. And all of that. What other options are there? Because there are the wood options. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there beyond, are composite be, options as well. Wood, there's a lot of companies out there, way too many. There's so many choices, but um, Trex, Azek, TimberTech, those are the main players in that composite market. Um, those are the ones that make the the highest quality products, in my opinion. What do you and you carry all three of those? We do. Yep. You carry yep. all three of those. Yep. We're in the studio with Jason Slank from Overiso Lumber talking about different deck products that you might want to consider. And composite decking. When that first came out, I remember, I think Trex was the first main one, right? Yep. And I was working at the Lakewood location, and I was starting to talk to a lot of customers who were very excited because they were switching to Trex. And Mm -hmm. they were saying goodbye to deck coating products. They were never going to have to coat their deck again. And then a few years later, they were back, and they were very, very frustrated, some of them, because it had faded and they had lost a lot of the color, and they were, they were trying to figure out, what do we do now? Has that been fixed, that issue? Cause, it, or it or is that even a fair assessment of the it problem It definitely originally? is fair. There was a huge uh, learning curve and growing pain with composite decking. Uh, the way they used to manufacture it, that composition was all the way to the surface of the material, and they even basically had pre-faded and post-faded samples that they were handing out, kind of that first generational product. Since then, they've come out with harder shells on the outside of the surface. They've extended 25, 30-year fade warranties on most of those products that are out there now. So they've definitely corrected that. All right. So what is it exactly? What's the material? 
What are we getting? Uh, it depends a little bit on the brand. So a typical composite deck board is a it, it's a composite of wood fibers and basically your Meyer plastic bag material. Okay, they're recycling that. They're pressing it together and spitting out a composite deck board. There's also PVC options. Azac is the the brand that makes 100% PVC decking. Okay, so those are two differences, but those are both considered a ultra low maintenance option. What is the life expectancy of something like that compared to a wood deck? You know, obviously the Ipe is going to last longer than your pine is, but what are we looking at if we go to one of these composite materials? I wouldn't be afraid to say 30 years at all out of those higher end composite materials if they're maintained and installed properly. I mean, obviously there's some expansion, contraction, movement things Mm -hmm. with any deck board, but um, some of those composites do move around a bit. So, but if they're installed correctly, they they stay really tight and nice. What does the maintenance look like uh, on one of those composite yeah. ones? Because we talk about deck maintenance all the time. What does composite sure. look like for a composite? Most of the time, they don't they don't want you to power wash it or do anything. It's actually not good for the deck board to do that. <laughs> Simplest thing is to put a little cleaner in a pump sprayer and spray it on there. If you get a stubborn spot, take a scrub brush and brush it, and then hose it off. So hopefully an hour or two worth a little bit of cleaning in the spring and you got your whole summer to enjoy. And no staining. No No staining. staining. No mess. That's all very interesting. I like that idea. Um, One of the things that I ran into, I had two different scenarios. One of them, they had a darker color and it wasn't a newer one. It was a little an older composite deck, but it was so hot. Mm-hmm. Very hard to even walk on. And then another one was a white. It was a, a like a PVC one. And it you could you'd had to have sunglasses blinding. all the time. It was so blinding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There used to be some more white options out there and they've since gone Reduced away. That, it's yeah. just the sunny winter day effect when you walk outside and you mm. can barely see. It was see. insane. Yeah. They still sell some of it that's more of an off white for docks. It's a okay. popular thing, but most of the whites have gone away. The Did, dark colors are something that, um, you know, they say it's marginally hotter than a like colored wood. Mm-hmm, I mean, if you're mm-hmm. painting yeah. or staining a really dark color wood, it's just going to absorb the UV in that sun and it, it's going to warm up. Um, I've got a composite on my house and essentially there's a handful of days over the course of a whole summer where I'll feel like it's really hot, but I have that on Overall, not a, not a big deal. No. No. All right. Well, if our well, <laughs> someday my voice won't do that. Yeah, I don't see that happening it's, anytime soon. Yeah, maybe if I just always like have a long. lozenge, but you know I'm going to spit it out when I talk. Or you're going to choke on it as you're talking. <laughs> that seems be. more likely. Yeah, that's entirely likely. Yeah. Jason, I'm sorry you had to be a part of all of that. <laughs> uh, if our listeners want to get more information, they want to contact you, how's the best way for them sure. to do that? Anyway, you can give us a call. We've got showrooms at each of our locations, Highland Douglas, South Haven. You can look us up at www.overisolumber.com. Whatever's easiest. Excellent. Jason Slink, one of the owners of Overisa Lumber. Mm-hmm. We go straight to the top of when we get we here. Of course we do. Why not? <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for having me. Now, all right, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to get a little more specific on some of the things that we just talked about regarding decks. That's coming up next. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, Betsy, in the break, you were telling me about something very interesting that I find very funny and 
actually a great tie-in for this next segment. You've got a woodchuck, is it, living by you? And tell us about his little home that he's created. Well, there's a giant hill behind my house. And there was this huge hole. I've never known what lives there. Well, recently it has been discovered that there is a huge fat woodchuck who lives in that (laughs) hole. The great thing about it is the few sunny days we've had, he has like this little log that he has positioned as like a deck just outside of his hole. And he lays up there and suns himself (laughs) during the day. There's this big old fat woodchuck just laying there. Yeah, I think that is awesome. Anybody driving past my deck sees a big old fat me sitting on there sunning myself. You know? Oh my goodness. That is hilarious. He's got his own little deck. I wonder if he takes care he of does. it. He um, does. Do you ever? I'm guessing not. Do you ever see him out there power washing or anything? No, he's always just lounging. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we want, right? Isn't that what we want when yes. we put a deck on the house or when we move into a house that of has course. a deck? We just want to lounge. And well, of course. Yeah, talking with Jason last segment. A number of questions come up around the different types of wood that we could put on our deck. You know, we went through all the mm-hmm. available options, but a lot of questions get raised about maintenance. And so we thought we'd dig into that just a little bit here to just give a little more info because we know that those questions do pop up. So let's start with the hardwood uh, options that are out there, ePay and, you know, all the other ones. Jason talked about them. And one of the things that he mentioned that we really want to highlight is the fact that they mm-hmm. gray very, very quickly. And that's going to be yeah. more quickly than you're probably expecting it to. And sometimes that can be a problem because people put these beautiful hardwoods on their on their deck and they just look amazing when they're done. But after mm-hmm. a little while, they gray down to a silver kind of a look. A lot of them do. And some right. people are very, very disappointed with that and they want to get it back to that red look that it was originally. Well, the thing is with a hardwood, it's important to understand that the silver look is the ideal maintenance scenario. That's what you honestly (laughs) want to have. If you can tolerate that, you're good. But if you want to keep it, that red look, you need to understand it's not just usually a year's worth, you know, every year you apply a sealer to the deck, do a little cleaning and apply a sealer. Sometimes it can be every few months, it's got to be maintained in order to keep that look. Yeah, with the wood being so hard, that's where you run into the problem because anything you put on there can't really soak down into the wood. It more sits on top. I mean, it it soaks in a tiny bit, but it not nearly as much as it would with a traditional wood deck. So it means you have to reapply more often than a regular deck stain. And you also have to be aware that there are certain stains that you should use for these hardwoods and ones that maybe you should steer clear of. We always recommend for these exotic hardwoods that you use Cabot's Australian Timber Oil because it's formulated just a little bit differently and it's made for this type of wood. Right. So we just wanted to get that info out there because it's a big purchase and sometimes people end up with something other than what they were thinking. Now, what if you happen to have one of those old composite decks that we talked about and it's faded? You know, they they faded dramatically in the beginning. What if that's you? What Mm -hmm. if you're sitting with that? Well, there is a fix for that, and it's Benjamin Moore's Arbor Coat. It's a solid color stain, Arbor Coat 640, I should clarify. Uh, 
Yes. It's a solid color stain. It's water-based. It's suitable for composite decking. The big thing is you just need to make sure that it's clean and you'd clean it with Benjamin Moore's composite deck cleaner and let it mm-hmm. dry. Yeah, that's really all you need to do. And this um, type of stain, yes, it is a stain, but because it's a solid color stain, it acts a little bit like a paint when you put it on there. And so it doesn't have to soak deep down into the wood like normal stains do. Right. You know, there's more we could go into. We don't have as much time as we'd like. But chat with us on the website. If you've got a composite deck, we can help you get it back to looking good again. And if you've got a new one and you just need to clean it, that same composite deck cleaner would work just fine for that. And that's going to be it because we have a couple other things we want to highlight before we wrap the show up. First off, we want to let you know Repco Light is only open for curbside pickup. We're not open for foot traffic yet. We've had a couple of times where people were hoping to get into the store to look at colors or whatever. We just don't have that ready to go yet. We're hoping soon, but right now it's phone-in orders. You can order online. We have an online store. You can chat with us online, place the order, whatever you need to do, but then it's contact-free curbside pickup outside the door. Right. And if you are looking at trying to pick out some colors right now and maybe you're a little frustrated because you can't get into the store, we actually have a backup system that we're encouraging people to use right now. Um, Benjamin Moore has a free app that's called Color Portfolio, and you can use it to scroll through all of the Benjamin Moore colors, and then you can mark your favorites. Now, once you've done that, you can call any one of our stores and ask for the color chips to be pulled, and we can put them outside and we can do curbside pickup that way so that you can actually see the chip before you decide on your color. Right. And that Benjamin Moore app is really cool because you can upload photos of your room mm-hmm. and actually use it to put the color that you like on the walls. Now, not perfect. It's not perfect. You know, you always want to see a color chip. Right. But it's a great way to narrow things down. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, I mean, we talk about it all the time, but honestly, that chat function on the website has been so handy in so many situations because you can upload photos immediately. It's not like an email exchange. It's an instant exchange of information, and you can get all kinds of answers that way. So if you happen to call the stores and you get some crazy message, Mm -hmm. because we've been hearing that too, that the phones are so overwhelmed (laughs) with people trying to place orders, literally, that it goes to some message. If you can't get through and you're struggling, just head to repcolite.com, hit that chat with us function. I think it even pops up and says, hi, do you have a question? (laughs) Every now and then some people say no, or some people say hi, and that's it. Right. They're just very friendly. Yeah. But if you want to head there, we can help you with a ton of different stuff and get your get your order figured out. We can tell you what you need to call into the stores. We can actually take the orders that way. Right. The other thing you can do is we've recently put up an online store. It doesn't have all of our products, but it has a number of the most popular. So you can actually place your order on the website and then it will come to us and you can choose what store you want to pick it up from. And they'll call you with a pickup time once you've placed that order. Exactly. Last little note of information, we're closed on Saturdays right now. If you're heading to the store today, don't. We're not there. (laughs) Yeah. We're hoping soon to be open on Saturdays again. And hopefully everything starts to get back to normal and we all start to settle in and really enjoy the spring and the great summer weather. 
that are coming. Right. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. Remember, if you're about to lose your DIY sanity, we can help you fix that crazy. And we can help you with whatever you've got going on. Even if you have nature's little animals making decks outside of your home, (laughs) we've got products for their little situations too. Right, Betsy? (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 